I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. In my stories, you've noticed that I gave you the correct southern pronunciation. I by no means was making fun of my southern folk, none whatsoever. I hold deep fondness for my southern past, with certain exceptions. And these exceptions would only put a cloud over what should be pleasant memories. So, with your permission, I shall leave these exceptions out. All over the world, there are many dialects and accents. Once in southern Germany, for an example, a farmer was there trying to have a heated discussion with my company commander. Then I was called over to translate because the farmer didn't speak a word of English and the officer didn't speak a word of German. Listening to the rantings of the farmer for several minutes, the officer held up his hand and said, What is this man saying? I had to explain that I didn't understand a word either. What? Why not? Well, because he has a thick southern Bavarian accent, sir. The officer thought that a language is a language. In the South, ice cream is pronounced by my cousin as ice cream. In a car, well, that was a car. And barefoot is barefoot, and so on. After living up north for decades, uh, my return home for a visit was a trial and error for the first few days. My mom, I would notice, was reading my lips until I slipped back into an accent she felt comfortable with. Everyone still notices uh, my slight accent, though. I'm sure you do. I remember renting a plane. My wife and I flew down from Columbus, Mobile, and we decided, since it was getting dark, to land in northern Alabama, my home state. I should understand the accent, shouldn't I? Well, after we tied down the aircraft, we took a taxi over to a well-known motel. As I was checking in, the young girl goes, one night, and I said, uh, beg your pardon, one night, I said, uh, I'm sorry, I said, I've been flying for several hours now, and my ears are, are very bad. Could you say that again? Are y'all going to stay one night? Oh, one night, yes, yes, definitely, just for one night, we'll be leaving before noon tomorrow. Okay, well, it's embarrassing, but... That was my stupidity. Now, uh, to place a little humor onto myself, which, that, by the way, that also did, I always thought that cars had a dry shaft and not a drive shaft. My army buddies never let me live that one down for a long time. Besides being a Southerner, I was always harassed about wearing boots or shoes. They would always ask, how does it feel to have shoes on, boy? <laughs> oh, well, another example is the word lard, the type of cooking fat. 
It was used heavily in the South in most meals. Now, not to be sacrilegious, but imagine a child, a five-year-old boy, namely me, not knowing why they recited, the Lord is my shepherd. Hmm, embarrassing. Humor was, besides hard work, the only way to get through hard times. That and a swig of cheap wine or moonshine or whiskey, if they could afford it. My dad had a good sense of humor, especially after a couple of little swigs. He reminded us that I was so poor that when the Depression hit the South, it actually improved my standards of living. Yeah. Sometimes his humor backfired, though. I always wanted a bicycle of my own, and I knew it would be almost impossible. But one day after getting home from school, my mom said that Dad was on his way home from work and that he was bringing me a bicycle. Wow, I've never been so excited. I couldn't wait for him to walk in the door. Where would I put it? I'd figure that out later. As he entered the apartment, I was looking around and behind him. He reached in his pocket and brought out a red and yellow plastic bicycle. I got it for you, but it shrank as I was bringing it home in the rain. I was so devastated and my world fell apart as a six-year-old child. He honestly didn't mean to be mean. He only thought it was funny. No one ever rushed in the South, even in their speaking it was in a slower manner compared to today's kids. Today they speak so fast, I don't even know even if they take a breath. For example, Dad's speech was like the way he felt about punctuality. I'll be there when I get there. If you ask him if he would come over at 5 o'clock, he would also use the term, I'll be there around 5, around five o'clock. So you'd better plan for 6 if you're lucky. Why, those five o'clock flowers that I've mentioned before at Grandma's front yard were more on time than my dad. Here's to those double scoops of ice cream on hot sunny days. Sincerely, Tom. Tune in again next time for more Reminiscing with Tom. <laughs>